That was a lot to take in. Welcome, my fellow wannabes. Welcome to another edition of A Guy and His Wife. I am Gabriel Fast. I am the wannabe critic. And I am Emma Fast. You're not the wannabe critic. That's me. Yeah. It's A Guy and His Wife <laughs> featuring the wannabe critic. Me, baby. No, just kidding. Just joking. I'm just so here. <laughs> we just, it is now 1.40 a.m. in the morning. We uh, did a 10 o'clock viewing of The Rise of Skywalker. And today we're going to be giving you our review of it. Um, no doubt most of you have seen it by this point. I'm sure you have a lot of thoughts just as much as we have a lot of thoughts. This is kind of a first off review, like a first, first yeah, first impression. I mean, <laughs> I'm no doubt going to be talking about this a lot, probably with a lot of you. Um, I'm going to be, uh, I will be going to watch this again for sure. Um, it's just a matter of time before I can get back to the theater. I'm gonna try and get back to the IMAX as soon as possible. I really want to see it in IMAX. Let's just get right into it. Which, first part of this video is no spoilers. Yeah, so we're going to be doing a, a non-spoiler section, and that's going to be what you're going to be seeing right now. At the very end, um, you know, probably the last five minutes or however long it goes, we're going to be going into heavy, heavy spoilers for and this. And we will warn you. And we will warn you before we get into it. So I'll put a, <laughs> I'll put like a blinking spoiler section so that you know. And if you're like me, I don't like to be spoiled unless I choose to. Yeah. So if you want to be spoiled, that's on you. Emma, did you like this movie? I loved this movie. I loved it too. I I mean... Like, I truly loved this movie. I the, the more I think about it, the more I think about it as two things. There's Star Wars stuff, and then there's movie stuff. It's like, it, it kind of like separates it. So like, let, let's get into like the movie aspect a little bit first. So as a movie... Do you think it's a little choppy? Uh, I mean, I know that on the on the car ride home, you said it was choppy. I personally didn't notice that as just an average viewer. Yeah. I didn't notice it being choppy, but I'm sure a lot of Star Wars fans will notice that. Yeah, and I mean, but, it just seemed like to me like we would be in one place and it's like, okay, now we go to, we got to go to another place. But that's Star Wars. And, yeah, you might be right. Maybe on some of them, but I don't know. Like, to me, it just felt like we were going from one place to the next place to the next place. And I mean... I feel like we changed scenery so many times, but to me it was just kind of like, I felt like I couldn't really blink. And I feel like if I would have had to get up to go pee, I would have missed something super duper important because every single second of this movie counts, I feel like. Agreed, which I don't think is a bad thing. No, I don't either. I just, I, I think, I think that's one thing that people will take into consideration as far as like m movie you know, buffs and things like that. Like, I think that's a one thing that's held the critics back from giving it a more positive score. Um, there's plenty of, you know, things that they're tying up. I mean, they're tying up this huge saga that we all know and love. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. It's, it, it, there, there is never going to be a way that they could end this that pleases everybody. Exactly. And we'll, we'll get into that more in the spoiler section. But as far as, like, the character development, I really like... Ray's arc in this movie. I really like Kylo Ren's arc in this movie. Yes. Um, I, I we this isn't a spoiler. You know the Emperor is back. You know he's he's a part of this movie. That really worked for me. Like pretty much yeah. the whole time. I wish he would have been in it more. Um, I think that would have that would have helped it move it. I mean that would have helped it for me at least. Okay. I think there's lots of good fan service in this. I mean there's lots of funny one liners. This movie is packed full of heart. Like, yes. there's so much, so much emotion. I mean, I teared up multiple times yeah. based off of music. I mean, 
there was certain music and there was certain symbolism and parallels that hit and it was like oh my god this is like that thing from that thing and it just fit so well it was so good mm -hmm. and you know now let's talk about some things that i think are worth mentioning poe and finn i don't think have landed really for anybody ever they never landed. I mean, I've just... Uh, they were the most interesting in the first movie. Like, I know they're supposed to be main characters, but to me, they're more like B characters. Like, yeah. I'm just not really concerned with what they're doing. Yeah, and I mean, I feel like I could have had one or the other, you know? Uh, yeah. I feel like they should have killed Finn in the first movie. <laughs> probably, because he got sliced up real good, if you remember, in Force Awakens. Why even keep Finn around? He's probably one of the weakest characters in the whole thing. Not to take away from Jason, or from John Boyega... Because John, John Boyega, is a, he's a good actor, I think. Yeah. I mean, he's he's good for the kids, I feel like. Like, he's he's good to have around. Poe, I mean, you know, kind of have that cocky pilot attitude. I just, they, through this whole series of movies, I find myself just wondering why they're there. Yeah. Like, why do these characters matter? They don't represent anything that is uh, other than the rebellion. I mean, you know, it, it, I just, the, the their whole arcs have never really clicked with me. But if they, that's your thing, that's cool. Their arcs don't really take away from how good this movie is in so many ways. We see, you know, a decent bit of them, and they're kind of doing their espionage thing that we saw in The Last Jedi, like, kind of whenever they were doing their thing. We see a lot of that in this movie. That's a good portion of the first movie, or the yeah. first half of the movie, I would yeah. say. This movie's long. I mean, yeah. it, it definitely takes its place as probably one of the longest-running Star Wars movies. Visually... This is one of the most beautiful Star Wars movies that I think I've seen. I mean, yes. it's definitely better to look at than The Last Jedi, and I thought that was super pretty. Okay, one thing visually I wanted to say was, um, what was with, like, so much CGI? Did you notice that? As opposed to suits slash puppets for the aliens. That's just kind of how it is now. You know, it's Disney being Disney. I, mean, I don't know, it just feels like in, like... Mandalorian and yeah. movies like they have more puppets and stuff. Yeah, well, it makes it come to life. Yeah, yeah and that kind of like realistic aspect some does kind of the, get lost. Some of the CGI aliens in this one for me kind of like, meh. Yeah, it makes it. There are times where it kind of makes it feel just more like a sci-fi movie. You know yeah. what I mean? Like those CGI aliens and stuff like that, which is you know it's still a pretty freaking awesome CGI movie to watch. But yeah, I mean, you take something like The Mandalorian versus a movie like this. It's just a completely different audience, or I think it's a completely different idea that they're going for, you know, with these movies compared to The Mandalorian. But as far as, you know, the visuals, it's it's beautiful. It's, the music is there. The emotion in the music is there. There was something going on in a scene that I didn't, I don't want to give it away right now, but I didn't quite understand why I felt the need to bring it up or why it was important. Um, it, it just didn't, you know, there's, there's, there's tons of nitpicky things that we could pick apart with this movie, but... As a general consensus, I mean, I don't have a lot of negative things to say about it. Do you have anything else more that you want to well, say? Well, I just want to say that I really want to enjoy this moment of, like, really loving this movie. Because mm -hmm. I feel like people are just going to hate on it so much, just like they have in the last couple movies. And yeah. I love this movie, and I just want to, like, enjoy that fact. Yeah. I love this movie, and it made me feel good. <laughs> totally. I agree. I agree with you. So. For sure. So before we cut to spoilers, what we want to do is we want to give our we want to give our score, you know, and we have a lot more to say in our spoiler section. So if you have seen it, you want to be a part of that conversation, go ahead. We kind of talk about the Emperor a little bit more and some other things. But as far as a score goes, what are you going to give this movie? So I personally 
love this movie. So I give this movie a 9 out of 10. Okay, yeah. I think just, you know, for, for, for me personally, you know, taking the movie aspect into, and you know, like the movie rules, quote unquote, and just my personal love and bias of Star Wars. And, you know, I've loved all of them so far. I love, there's not a Star Wars movie I dislike. I like them all. Um, but I do have to take all things into consideration and be fair. I'm going to give this an 8.5 out of 10 myself. Um, the thing that's holding it back from being a 9 out of 10 for me, it, or, you know, really being a 10 out of 10 is just the choppiness and how, how much we transition. It's literally my only complaint with this movie. Small story nitpicks here and there. But other than that, I don't have a lot of bad stuff to say. So let's cut to spoilers. Spoiler time. So if you don't want to, if you haven't seen The Rise of Skywalker and you don't want to be spoiled on stuff, or if you just like spoilers and you don't freaking care and you want to be spoiled, this is your last chance. Like right now, I'm going to be blinking spoiler alert right now. Like this is your last chance. Leave. Leave. Yeah. Leave if you don't want to be spoiled because I'm about to spoil this so hard. We are about to spoil this so hard. So you've been warned. Emma, let's get into your most disappointing spoiler yeah so very end after kylo ren has had this amazing arc of becoming on the light side then he dies yeah right after him and ray kiss right when they kissed i was like yeah i, I was doing the same thing and then he just disintegrates and i'm just like no yeah, that was... I was that, so upset. That honestly shocked me. That really, I like, mean, I did not see that coming I, at all. I was loving the movie until that point. I was like, God dang it. Why do they always have to freaking do this? I think that's why it's... You know, I feel like that's going to be a kind of a divisive part of this whole thing is you're going to have people that are going to be really mad about this. I think it's really good for the story. Because we've been so focused on him being conflicted, mm -hmm. you know, and it, it, when you think about it, after Kylo Ren dies, there is no more Skywalkers. That's it. I know. And that's why it's irritating. It's like they couldn't have had one more live on. Yeah. I mean, know? well, Ray's decided since Ray didn't have a family, she's deciding that she wants to be a Skywalker now. Because at the very end of the movie, we get her and, she, you know, she's gone back to Tatooine where Luke was raised, where the twin, where, where Luke was dropped off as a baby. And, you know, this old lady comes up and she's like, who are you? There's never, there's not any, you know, there's not been anybody here. And she goes, Ray. And she goes, Ray who? And then she looks over and sees the ghosted Luke and Leia and they're just smiling. And I got to admit, like that part got to me and like the two sons start playing and you know, we find Rey in a position where the, the story ends, like, in the same way we found her. She's on the sandy planet in the middle, you know, by herself. You know I mean? She had BB-8 with her, obviously. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, that part really got me. Let's talk about the Emperor. The Emperor, every time he's on screen, every time we're at Exicle, which I thought that was kind of a funny name for a planet. Exicle? That's weird. Um, <laughs> Exicle, every single time, like, there was a point, like, his parts of his fingers are missing, and he's like, <laughs> I was scared. He scared me. Dude, I was, was like, scary. he was like zombie Palpatine. Yeah. It was freaking me out. Totally. And then, you know, there's a part in the movie where Ben has decided that he doesn't want to be 
a Sith. You know, he doesn't want to be a part of the dark side anymore. He 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 sees a ghosted Han Solo and Han. <laughs> that, that got me. Like that touched me. And like they hug and embrace, and he calls him dad, and like starts quivering oh up when he calls him dad. God. And I was like, man, it was so good. Oh, it was it was just a really touching moment. It's a it's a father son relationship. Okay. okay. You know what I mean? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a father's son. Okay, whatever. But I, I can try to understand. So that was really awesome. And then, you know, they he shows up to fight the Knights of Ren, which we knew about them two movies before. There's so much I want to know about them. Like, what were they doing in The Last Jedi? How come we didn't see them? Why did Ryan Johnson not explain that or explore that? Really frustrating. It's frustrating we didn't see that much of them in this, in this movie. It was kind of cool to see Kylo Ren turn or Ben Solo turn on them well, at the end of the movie. They're just so like mysterious. Like they scared me actually. Yeah, like, they, they were scary me when they were on screen. Yeah, they scared me as well. But give them their own comic arc. Like I want to know more about Knights of Ren and Kylo Ren. Like whenever they were on screen walking, you know, in the in the ship, and Kylo Ren's like got his helmet on. They're all following him, and it's like super militant. It was like wow, these guys mean business. I want more of that. Like, I want more of that story. Well, I love you, stuff like that. Maybe you'll get more. Yeah, maybe we so. You never really know. You really know. Getting back to the Emperor, though, like, there's a part in this movie whenever Ben Solo and Rey go up to the Emperor, and the Emperor has, like, you know, been honing his powers, no doubt, for the past 20 years, however long. Yeah. And they come together. I've been saying this from the beginning as well. Ever since Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, I've always said, what if, like, the dark and the light come together to balance each other, and that's the one. Like, that's the chosen one. Like, that right. is, like, two pieces of one. And the the Emperor basically confirmed that. He's like, you've both come together to rise up to be, you know, to, yeah. to, to be, like, one, basically, is what he was talking about. Then he does, like, this, like, life-sucking thing. And, dude, there's a part in this movie where his eyes, like, the yellow, he's been blind, you know, the whole time. The yellow comes back in his eyes. I was terrified. <laughs> I was so scared. I was like, oh my God, what's about to happen? I, I did think it was kind of like overkill whenever they he sent the force lightning up in the air. I mean, yeah, that, that was a little over the top, but I mean, you know, I'll give it to him, whatever, you know, it's, yeah. he's like all the Sith, whatever. Not everything with Palpatine's arc worked for me. There's a lot of questions I still have and I'd like to, you know, potentially have to explain like his followers and stuff like that. But I mean, I know that there's probably hardcore fans out there that know more about because i know the whole thing about him being cloned and stuff like that has been done in books before i don't know a ton about that you want to say something oh well i was just going to bring up the topic of like the whole mystery leading up to this movie was ray's parents yeah and who's ray's parents were so were you surprised by that yeah i honestly didn't see that coming like i thought 100 percent for sure i thought ray was a clone Mm -hmm. I thought Palpatine, especially like at the very beginning of this movie, in that incubator, we see all of those Snokes. And I, you know, that's going to be something that makes a lot of people mad. We see. Why? Because, like, what was the whole point of Snoke? Like, what's the point of Snoke then? Like, was that just a pawn at the Emperor place? There's just not a lot of. It's kind of convoluted, doesn't make a lot of sense. I think it's going to make people mad. But as soon as I saw all those clones of Snoke, I was like, oh, well, Ray for sure has to be a clone. Like, for sure, she has to be. So that's, you know, and I, that had already been a theory that I had had, and I really wanted that to be a thing. I thought that the Knights of Ren were going to be, like, Rey clones, and that Kylo Ren had known about Rey this whole time. Obviously, that's not true. But there's just elements of that whole Palpatine arc that don't work for me particularly, but I still really like it. And I think it's really smart and kind of cool that they decided to make Rey 
the granddaughter of Palpatine, especially since Kylo Ren is the grandson of Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of cool to see that those two things intertwine. I wish I would have, you know, I, I just wish I would have had more. Like, they just kind of drop it on you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they didn't have time in The Last Jedi because Ryan Johnson did The Last Jedi. They, they weren't able to expound on that at all or tell any of it. I mean, I just, I, I wanted, I wanted to be kind of broken a little bit more to the thought of Rey being a Palpatine rather than just having it dropped on me. Is it still, is it cool? I think it's cool. I think it works. Yeah. I, uh personally like like kind of the underlying message with it like you can come from like absolute crap and still like be a good person but like that was kind of an underlying like i yeah. don't know or you can come from a troubled past and still yeah. do the right thing you know yeah. and yeah i liked that yeah there was you know one thing that i did love and obviously, you know, guys, we can't go in depth on everything in this one review. But one thing that I absolutely loved is how in the in the last movie, we see Kylo Ren or we see Ben Solo, Kylo Ren, whatever, and Rey communicating, you know, even though they're at different parts of the galaxy and like they're communicating and like they're interacting with each other, you know, in their environments. Like we see that earlier in the movie whenever she's on the ship. But at the at the very end, whenever Kylo Ren or Ben Solo comes back, he has no lightsaber and like she sees him and then she puts her lightsaber behind her back and then lets it go and then he has the lightsaber. I was like, oh my Dude, God, that was, awesome. that was such a dope payoff because I was wondering, I was like, how are they ever going to make this work? Right. And it just kind of shows, you know, kind of how closely connected that they were, you know, in the force and things like that. It just really, really worked. I, I really loved it. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm sorry. Honey. It's okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> We're going to go into more spoilers. I'll have more to say after this. This is just, we wanted to do our review. We're, we're doing movie reviews on this channel. So guys, thank you so much for watching. We really, really appreciate it. I'm really excited to get back to the theater to watch it again and to talk about it more. Have you seen it? What are your thoughts on it? We definitely let me know in the comments below. Let us know what your thoughts are. Um, and uh, we, we really appreciate you guys tuning in. Also want to make an announcement. Me and Emma are going to be going back through every Star Wars movie to review it on the YouTube channel now because I've already done it with my partner in crime on the, on the segment we have on the podcast. So now it's time to do it all over again because honestly, this YouTube would have never been started without Star Wars because without Star Wars, the podcast wouldn't have been started. And without the podcast, the YouTube would never would have been started. <laughs> yeah. So it's only right that now, since me and Emma are having so much content, now we have to go through Star Wars because she doesn't remember all of it. Yeah, I want to like truly like watch them in order and educate myself. Yeah. And really get the most out of them. So I'm yeah. super excited. I'm excited too. You can also find us reviewing the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's a project we've been doing for the past six or seven months now. And um, those are going to be posting in January once a month. So you can check that out. Again, on all podcast platforms, that's the Wannabe Critic. And we seriously appreciate you guys um, stopping by, watching, and interacting with us, supporting us. And uh, we love you. So thank you for everything. And thank you for, for preparing, preparing yourself for a plethora of hot takes and potentially unpopular opinions. opinions. I am Gabriel Fast. I'm Emma Fast. And we will always be the, the Wannabe, wannabe Critics. critics.